Hey everyone, welcome to episode 101 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. The like, key is not to get caught with cocaine on yes, video. That is. In any situation. A great. But especially if you're an NFL player. Derek and Steve present. And you know how long we get in between Bachelor and Bachelorette? No. Literally zero time. <laughs> Literally, they started the Bachelorette on set of The Bachelor. For all the apologists of Tiger on TV, they're like, oh, well, this is really what we were waiting for anyway, was for him to be in contention on Sunday. So even if he doesn't win, like, it's amazing he's gotten back to this point. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Cambridge Analytica, from what I've heard, is a company that... So far, so good. <laughs> that's it. They're a company. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 101 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek, alongside Steve. Steve, what is going on? Interesting, Derek. So in the intro, you yeah. said 101. You said 101. And in the welcome to episode, you said 101. Yeah. I was wondering how we were going to identify it. Yeah, I think going forward, we need to say 101. Because like, uh, maybe not. No, 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 never mind. No, in the intro, I'm just going to be concise. I'm going to say 101, 102, 103. You think? 110. Yeah. But that's like saying nine, episode 9 1, episode well, 9 Well, I know, two. I know, I know. But um, I say just let it come to you. But like if you said your address, if you lived at like 110 Main Street, you would say 110 Main Street. Yeah, that's so, an address, though. Yeah, but, this is but, an but, amount but, of but if you were 97 Main Street, you wouldn't say 97 Main Street. You would say 97. So I'm just telling you, this is an amount of something. I know, I know. But it's also a numbering. It's not just an amount. The amount happens to Listen, we, the numbering I works. I don't care, Derek. I'm just saying you were inconsistent. I was inconsistent with, within here. one minute. Of each I was other. inconsistent here, but mainly because I was like emphasizing the 101. I'm you know so excited. Like one, like we're now past because we talked about 100 for a long time. So yeah. starts the long arduous trek. The long to trek to 200, which is the, it's gonna, the the second hundred will be longer than the first hundred for I sure. I think so for sure for us and the listeners. It's a harder battle to get to 200 than 100. So. Yeah. Um, um, so what was your question? What is up? What is – I think I said what is up or what is going on or what's new. I didn't what? say what's new. I said you always, I, think I said what's going on. It's something that I can answer just good. Yeah. So uh, things are good. Episode 101, we are officially on the back end of 100, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. The live episode, for those who didn't see it, was pretty awesome. For those who watched it after, I, I'm not sure if there was – the live chat while we were doing it, but it was a very, very fun, interesting episode. It was really cool to get live feedback. Um, and thank you all who participated live because it actually was very fun, very different, and I would say a success. Yeah, and um, so uh, the video is embedded on DerekAndSteve.com, um, but if you would like to watch it on the YouTube page, if you click the little YouTube link on that video, it'll bring you to the YouTube page, which... I believe does have the live chat, uh, at least for the part that we were live for. So like at the very end, I think there's probably a couple pieces of the chat that got cut off that we saw come in at the end, like after we pressed end, like the chat kind of was still live for like another minute or yeah. two. So in the recording, those are not there. But for the most part, you can look at the um, live chat entries on the text uh, pane on the right side, and you can match that up and see what we were referring to when we were talking about that. So... Um, I would encourage people to go take a look at that if you missed entirely the the live episode. It was 100. it was fun. It was there fun. Were, there were live things that happened. Yeah, we had lots of great interaction. There we had people driving content. There was a fire during the show. Um, there was, was a lot that happened. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, go check that out. Also, a special thank you to one of our listeners, Kim Curtis, who uh, sent us a gift for our 100th mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. It arrived one week late. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But it's still the thought that counts. Yeah. It's a lovely gift. We have eaten the jelly beans, and we have talked about it, and they are interesting jelly They're in- beans. Well, all jelly beans are interesting, but these That's are true. even more interesting, I feel like, than your average jelly beans, I would say. Yes. They, um, they are in interesting jelly beans. But in general, we kind of were talking about that. Jelly beans are kind of interesting and weird. But we're not going to continue we to don't talk need about to, that. We don't show. need to talk about that more, but it's just kind of a fact that they're kind of interesting and Correct. weird. Correct. So snack. thank you again. There were also other good snacks that we haven't tried yet, so um, we will dig into those and provide a full report once complete. Correct. Um. So, Derek, opening drive complete. What... Are we waiting for? I think we're ready for the BC update. Everyone's favorite yeah, no, segment. No, no, no. Hey! What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude! Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes. Got another dude! O line you, bunch of dudes. All right, so we're outside of BC sports season at this point, so I think you can kick off the main topic that we have, pretty much the only topic we have for BC update here, which is a non-sports update. Yes, so I also just added a second yep, we'll um, non-sports update. But the first update, uh, just a quick review of the BC Volunteer Awards Dinner. Uh, I went to it on last Friday, which was April 6th. A lot of fun. We go every year. It's 25 bucks, and uh, you get a, a, uh, a free ticket if you – Go with another gold alumni, so it was only like twelve fifty. Open bar, steak dinner, wow. three course meal. Uh, it's only three hours long, and there's some really good speakers. Mm-hmm. So it it's a very good event. If you don't go, it's on par with the BC Fenway event. So if you're a Boston College grad or even not, there's some people who aren't BC grads who go. Right, we met right. a few who sat at our table who are spouses of, of BC grads, but it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, go next year if you're in town. The only bad thing I recognized was so we are five four or five years out of school now and i saw some people who are class of 2017 hmm. and they were so disrespectful really the enti- phones out the entire wow. time like it's a very fancy event people are really dressed up and i mean i don't think it's a product of like i don't want to be the old yeah. like r- the old guy who's who's just like oh these kids are these yeah, kids are disrespectful yeah. I'm hoping it's because we were like that right when we graduated. Like, we would have been like that, too. They were just on their phones the whole time, talking throughout the entire thing, even during speeches, um, taking, like, extra glasses of wine, just, like, being very – it's not that kind of event. Kids, yeah. Being very, very immature. Yeah. Um, So I'm not sure if that's a – Reason to be concerned. Reason to be concerned. (laughs) Or um, uh, maybe we were like that, and I hope, to be honest, we were like that, and then we just grow out of it. But it was – that was the only negative of the night. So, I mean, so those kids, 2017, that class, those kids would be kids that were not even freshmen yet, right, when we were seniors. It would Correct. the kids that became freshmen the year we left. Correct. So a full so, cycle outside of us. You know, so so <laughs> there could be some reason to concern there, I think, because if – so if you think about those kids, these are the kids that in your high school weren't even in your high school. These are the kids that, like, would have been your friend's younger little – Correct. Little brothers and sisters that like you never even saw them when they were even of high school age necessarily, so, so you would have no idea how mature they are. This is like, a different generation. You would have yeah. no idea if they if they matured or not when they when they grew up in in their generation of completely 
social media engulfed. Yes, I, that's that's exactly my point. Is that I was we were because we were sitting directly next to them and they were yeah. being a little obnoxious. And I I thought to myself, oh no, like is this what all adults feel about the generation below them all the time, or is this actually a problem? I think it's somewhere in between. Uh, I, I really, ha- I really don't think it's purely attributed to the first of those two. I don't think it's just like, a, oh, that's what everyone thinks of people younger than them, because I think about that, and it's like, again, I, I'm relating it back to high school because that's where I feel like you develop a lot of these, um, like, um, ways about yourself, and I think that, um, back when we were in high school, even if you had your phone out all the time checking it, what were you checking? Like, well, you're flipping open your phone. If someone texted you, yeah, (laughs) like not the infinite amount of stuff you can check now. And so I think it's, I think it's real. I mean, I think that as glued to our phones as society is in general, I think these kids that are like that age, graduating 2017 and and younger, I think it's, I think it's a part of that. It's not, it's not purely that. And it's like the world's ending now, but it's like, I think it's more than just a, you're the old guy looking at the younger kids now. I think it's more than that. I think the generations are getting Uh, more glued to their phones. Well, I hope. I hope not, but yeah, I, it's something I did notice. Otherwise, awesome event. Yeah. Definitely go next year, Derek. You missed it. I did. I um, did. I was there last year. It's a good event. Yeah. So. One other thing, BC update. Uh, the reunion email was sent. Yeah. So now is the time. I'm not going to get into too many details. I do know the details. I am on that committee. So if you have questions, feel free to reach out. But the deadline for housing is the 15th. April so 15th. Yes. Okay, that's it's coming the, up soon. No, no. Is or it May 15th. I think it's May. No, I don't know. I was asking. I think it's May 15th. Okay, yeah. I, I was going to say, April 15th is very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Less than a week away. Um, either way, it's coming up. Uh, make sure that you have an even number. Mm-hmm. That's key. Um, make sure that you look at the events because they're not mm-hmm. free. So right. you but have... I think the, the deadline is not the same for those events, or is it? It's not the same for those oh, events, okay. yeah. but yeah. Do you, you it's not look. something that you can just fall into is yeah. having a good reunion experience. Yeah. You have to do a little bit of work. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's the only update. Read that email. Open the PDFs. I know it's, it's BC, and they sent one really short email with five PDFs attached. It's kind of <laughs> annoying, but just open them up. And, yeah. And <laughs> you'll get all the information you need. Yeah, for sure. Um, and one, just one other thing to note, I, and I believe, just to clarify this, I think um, just in case you, you started panicking when Steve said the even number, you can have an odd number, but you will have people placed with you, I Correct. think. You'll have um, a random person yeah, placed so, with you. Um, just keep that in mind. So. Yeah. Derek and I will both be there. Yeah, we should we should be there. We'll be staying on campus in whatever hall it is that they put us in. We will both be staying both nights. Yes, yes. correct. Which correct. is some people who live in Boston are not choosing to do that, but yeah. how often Why do you not? get to Why not? relive senior year? Exactly. Yeah. Once every five years, to be exact. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that is that. So anything else on the BC Update? That's it on BC Update. Um, like I said, feel free to reach out to either of us with um, if you have questions about reunion because um, we – have a little more information that is just kind of yeah, te- yeah. tedious to we go through. We don't want to go podcast. through it all every episode. So, cool. Without further ado, that brings us into period number two, which is sports. The Monster Jam. All right, sports. So, um, a lot has happened since we last talked because we did have a week off after our 100th episode. A whole lot. Has Baseball happened. season wasn't even started yet when we last talked on the podcast. Correct. So, um, and then on the flip side, there's a couple topics that we were talking about during the hundredth episode that have now come to fruition a little bit, uh, sp- namely NHL playoffs getting started. So, um, we'll start with, um, baseball. So let, let's start, I'll let you kick this one off because there's a phenomenon in baseball in the first week plus that is on par with a lot of the other 
uh, out of nowhere sort of phenomenons we see in sports that often fade away quickly and get forgotten. Maybe this will be different this time. So what are we looking at? We may be looking at the new best athlete in the history of sports. <laughs> so not just yeah. not just football, not just no, sorry, not just baseball, not just best pit, best player right now in the history of all sports. He may be the best of all time. So Shohei Otani. Uh, he's a Japanese-born baseball player. Rookie season right now. He's 23 years old in the MLB. Uh, had a terrible spring training. Um, I didn't even know that. Really, he, he had terrible. a bad spring training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pitching-wise pitching and batting-wise. <laughs> he is a, a two-way player. He plays uh, offensive defense. He, he bats really well, and he pitches. DH, right. he so he he's not playing any in the field. Correct. Right? correct. Yeah, okay. So yeah. he, he pitches yeah, and yeah, DHs. Yeah. So, right. so far this season... He is batting 398 with three home runs and I think 19 at bats. So he, he's very, very efficient at the plate. Yeah, that's and a ton of home runs per at bats if you don't know that those numbers. Correct. <laughs> um, he also, as a pitcher, is two and zero with with uh, 18 strikeouts. So and he took a perfect game into the seventh of his uh, last start of his last start two nights yeah. ago. So he officially has. As many home runs as the Tampa Bay Rays, and literally as many <laughs> wins as the Tampa Bay Rays. He, wow. He could be, and and the question is, are you sold, Derek? Like, how about this? Are you sold on Shohei Otani? So, I mean, completely sold. I'm going to say no. Um, yet, I mean, obviously, I'm incredibly impressed. Um, am I completely sold that he can sustain this for a long time? Certainly not yet. Um, I don't know if that's too much of a Debbie Downer take. I mean, like, I, I, I hope he can. And it's just we've never seen anyone do this successfully yeah. since, like, the the Stone Ages of baseball. It does Has blow, anyone successfully done this? It does blow my mind that there are not two-way baseball yeah. players. There should easily be. And so I agree. And um, my – I guess my theory on this um, as far as why there isn't, and this is really just, like – the only thing I could think of for why there wouldn't be this, because these are the best athletes in the world. And baseball is not like an overly incredibly demanding athletic sport. <laughs> I mean, like it requires really good coordination. Um, you have to be pretty smart. They call it the thinking man's game. You obviously have to be athletic in a lot of niche ways that other sports maybe don't have. You yeah. need great bat speed. Quite you need nasty. great leg strength as a pitcher and, you know, lots of different torque with different muscles that are not like your weightlifting muscles, you know, so you need all of that. Um, my best guess as to why nobody can sustain both of these is for how much um, film work and studying work and uh, mental preparation work is required. It's the only thing I can think of for why someone couldn't do both. And so that's what I want to, you know, I want to see once the everybody gets the book on Otani, once they get the, what, you know, his pitching tendencies are, what his hitting tendencies are. I want to see how he proceeds moving forward. Now, um, if you were to like make me bet on how this guy's career ends up going, I would predict that he becomes one or the other. I would predict eventually he becomes either a pitcher or a hitter, and he's probably going to be very good at it. What would you guess? If I had to guess, that's a tough one. Right? I mean, I haven't watched him very about, much. Yeah. I haven't watched him very much. No one has. I would guess that he'll be a pitcher. Um, but it's tough. And certainly, again, it's hard to say because he's been so good at both right now. And, and it'd be amazing if he was able to keep it up. It's just... So I, I guess the long story short, I'm saying I think that must be the reason why there's mo not more of this is because of the toll it takes as far as preparation 
mental um, preparedness and studying and all that stuff. That's my guess as to why. So is so your point is that he's so far and above better because he can't have done that. He just he oh, no, no, just no, no. came I'm to say, the army. I'm saying a lot of times with new guys that isn't when, when there is no book on you. Yeah. There's what there, the preparation isn't as important because nobody knows what you throw on a two one count. Yeah. No one knows you know. The tendencies of like oh, so how much you follow up a curveball with a fastball. He's good because other people can't study him. Yes, but well, that also, but also flip side, he can't study the hitters yet, and so I think well, well, no, no, I shouldn't say that. He obviously can study the hitters. I mean, once they all can study him, he needs to counteract that by being able to know them. You know, all the great pitchers, and again, I don't know this. I'm not, it's not like I have talked to a Hall of Fame pitcher before. Yeah. I just imagine that they all. There's so much more than you see there. You know, they all know it's probably going into a game. They know batters one through nine how to attack them, you know? And so as a, as a guy like Otani, if you're playing DH every day, do you have time to get ready for your next opponent pitching, but also scout four pitchers on your four off days? That's like the thing that I don't know about, you know? And I imagine hitters wise, like I know I saw, you know, interviews and stuff with David Ortiz, for example. And like, he would always talk about how the mental part of it is just as important as everything else, knowing like what these pitchers do to try to get guys out. And so that's, I guess my thought is that early on, it's not as necessary, but as time goes on, it will be more necessary. So okay. that's my that's my thought. That's I mean, it's a decent thought, but he is raking at the oh, moment. Oh uh, yeah, he and is I want so him good to continue. The so I've come up with some some nicknames, some potential <laughs> nicknames, because because no one's really gone full steam and given him a good nickname. Yeah. Uh, the Asian sensation. It's pretty st- straightforward. Pretty standard, yeah. Uh, Otani Bahama. It's good. Good, not great. Not great. The Shohei kid. Also good, I think. And then my personal favorite. Show hey, what's up, hello. That one's great. That one's great. That one is great. <laughs> um, we were talking before that you could patent that if you were able to. Put it on to. a t-shirt? Yeah, put it on, on a t-shirt. You might have more luck there. Like, people sell t-shirts all the time. Like, Correct. Like, I don't know if it's just that laws don't get enforced or what. You can Like, pa- Barstool Sports sells t-shirts with people's likeness on them, like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> There's, and it's that can't be officially legal. Well, you I, can patent phrases. Like, right, You can right, right. And actually sell, like, make t-shirts with those phrases and then sue yeah. people who use it. Yeah. Like, it's, it, that, you can actually do that. It has yeah. to be different enough to where. Yeah, and not blatantly yeah. using someone's likeness either. So, like, you can't put, like, someone's face on your shirt and, like, patent that, you know. But you can put their yeah, name there so easy. as Shohei, part of a phrase. Up, yeah, hello. exactly. No, no, yeah. That, I'm saying that would actually, that would work. Showtime, um, Shohei. Showtime, yeah. Anything with a first name, it's like an, it's a first name. It doesn't like that's. There's yeah, no way a, that would be illegal. It's just a common first name that. Yeah. that it could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but but I think the the bigger thing is when you start like because I've just noticed like again Barcelona's the example I use because they whenever you have some crazy, they, I bet you they have a, a an Otani shirt already, and it's like there's probably an image of him that I'm just sitting there like, how are you allowed to sell that image of him on a shirt? And it's probably like I don't know if no one enforces those things or if they have a good workaround of how they do it, but I think you could sell them. I think you could. I would like to, and I think I would make so, some money. Yeah. Um, so moving on from the best player in the history of all of sports, uh, the Red Sox are looking pretty good. The Red Sox look good. Um, um, they have played... Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. They have played 10 games against Little League baseball teams. Yes. So eight against... Or no, se- sorry, seven... Uh, they've played nine games. Eight and once. They're se- they've played seven against the Rays and two against the Miami Marlins. So... They're not great baseball teams. They're not um, good but, baseball teams. But the Rays win their game today, two, right? Two and nine, so two and eight. Maybe it's just that the Red Sox are that good, and the Rays will beat everyone else they play. You know, so that may be true. <laughs> uh, 
I um, also highly doubt that. Also unlikely, but the the Rays won one game against some. Oh no, they didn't, did they? Sox. They, they no, beat the, the Sox. Sox I, no, I meant the Yankees. Did they played the Yankees twice. They lost they, all they lost, the other games. They they lost, okay, yeah, okay. So they beat the Red Sox once, and now oh, the White, White Sox, Sox, and that's yeah. it. Okay, that's right, because they matched uh, Otani's win total. So <laughs> yeah. um, the Red Sox look good. Um, I will say they didn't beat the Rays very convincingly uh, in more than a couple of those games. Um, they won. A, they won a lot of one-run games, and, and then they they had a terrible blown. Uh, they do have two at least at least two blown saves. They have they have they had a blown save on opening day, which was brutally bad. Um, not uh, Craig Kimbrell wasn't even used. Joe Kelly walked like four guys in the eighth inning or something. Um, so they had a very bad opening day, but then they bounced back and have won eight in a row since then. They I think they blew another save, but won an extra innings. So um, the Red Sox have looked good. The really the um, the the shining star of the Red Sox this year so far has been their entire starting rotation has been yeah. outstanding. Um, their bullpen has not been great. Kimbrell has been good, but other guys in the bullpen have not been very good. Uh, the offense has been hit and miss. I think some of the, some of those guys have done really well. Hanley's played well. Mookie Betts has played well. Xander Bogarts has played Bogarts really well. has been on fire, but he is on the DL now. On the DL? Um, he, 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 he cracked a bone in his ankle yesterday. Oh, jeez. Um, they said it's only about a two-week injury because it's not like an actual broken ankle. It's just like some like micro-fracture. Yeah. Um, so they say he'll be 10 to 14 days out. So it is unfortunate for him because he was uh, their hottest hitter probably throughout the first nine games of the year. But really, I think it comes down to for the Red Sox, it's whether that rotation continues to pitch the way they pitched. You know, if, if they get this type of pitching out of Chris Sale and David Price in particular, Price being the guy, it's like as number two, if he can pitch the way he used to pitch as a Cy Young Award winner, then suddenly the Red Sox have two of the best pitchers in the AL yeah. at the top of their rotation, which helps a lot. So I, I think David Price is is not going to rebound to that level. I mean, obviously I mean, he hasn't given up a run this year. So yeah. like, but he means yeah. he's, he's no, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm I'm saying he's not going to sustain exactly. what he's done. He hasn't given up exactly. any runs. But um, I, I I can't really take their success with it without a grain. I mean, I'm a huge Tampa Rays fan, and we I know we're so yeah. bad. It's a joke. <laughs> and also same with the Marlins. Yeah. They both two teams that dumped. Everyone. All of their best yeah. players yeah. to cut payroll and just—I mean, it's not rebuilding in baseball. It's yeah. just, yeah, sitting quietly until you get good prospects. Yeah, it's true. It, so both of those teams have no intention of competing. It's, yeah. it's not even a, a joke. The Rays like, don't even start have a starting rotation. Correct. <laughs> the Rays <laughs> yeah. have like two starting pitchers, and they're like, "Well, we're, we're going to see who's ready tomorrow." We're just we'll, going to throw a bullpen yeah. game together. Yeah, exactly. They're, 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 they, they seem to throw guys like fifty pitches or something, and it's like just like they're they're giving all these prospects chances to like develop. Correct. So I'm not going to buy into the Sox success yeah. yet. I will buy into uh, Shohei Otani success. Yeah. Uh, moving on from baseball. We'll move into the uh, biggest event of the weekend, which was the Masters. Yeah. Um, so Patrick Reed wins the 2018 Masters. We watched some of it. Um, widely disliked among the golf community. Apparently, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Patrick Reed winning the Masters? Um, so this is one of those where if you don't know the story about him, then it's tough to judge anything about him, which I don't know the story, but, Correct. but I've heard some of it. I've heard that he's a bad guy. I've heard I've he's heard, a bad guy. I've heard that he like, for multiple, um, not very bad reasons. Yeah. I heard something about him being disqualified from something like a, uh, I don't something about like a logistics of if he cheated or like broke yep. rules in like college too. or something. I heard that too. Um, uh, so do you know of any real, red flag moral issues with this guy. So I've heard, and this is just the grapevine that he has used negative slurs against gay people okay. repeatedly. Okay. I've heard that he taunts people on the golf course, which the golf community doesn't like. Right. And I did hear the, 
cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about, but I when I when I brought it up in my office today, I go, why why don't people like this person? Yeah. One guy said he's a cheater. <laughs> he's a darn cheater. I'm like, Whoa. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. I mean, he, I I. I don't know much about him. I think we should probably learn more about him before yeah. we comment on him personally. But yeah. in terms of the Masters this year, he played a very clean game. Yeah. Um, almost, uh, what's his got? Jordan Spieth, Spieth almost came flying back. Yeah. Into he, first he, place. He almost shot the best round and best final round in Masters history. I think he he was. I think. Uh, on the last hole, I think he, that putt he missed, I think would have given him the record or at least like in very exclusive company. Yeah. Instead, he was like, he shot a 64, I believe, which is like only like seven or eight guys have ever shot a 64 in the final round. Um, he was on the verge of shooting a 63, which is nuts. Um, and so Patrick Reed uh, won by a stroke, I believe, right? Won Cause, by one cause stroke, like he, yeah. he made that last putt to, to win it rather than force a playoff, which sort of um, yielded a little bit of an anticlimactic um, broadcasting call of the win <laughs> yeah. when, it, when he almost did that because Jim Nance like had almost built this thing up like wow there's going to be a playoff if he misses and then it was like oh and he makes it like, so we had this weird revelation and I don't know if other people who were watching this got this too but but let us know is when he won we were sitting there and goes why isn't anyone more excited yeah like the, the fans aren't going as crazy Jim Nance do- isn't saying much yeah uh, it's just not the norm like i feel like people should go be going yeah. nuts he knows he just won the masters yeah. and nothing's really happening he's they're just quietly kind of like mm-hmm. fist pumping and and patting each other on the back yeah and apparently i read an article it's because a lot of the people there wanted him to lose really and they they didn't clap they stood up and left as soon as he won it wow. was just a like not a good thing that he won the masters wow yeah that's interesting I, I I, yeah because like and I would be interested to know. Maybe I'll, I'll do some Googles later and see if there's any articles about the way that was handled. Not because the the fans that makes total sense. Like if no one's going crazy and clapping, that's probably the reason. Like I mean, there's no other reason you wouldn't be going crazy clapping unless they all just didn't want him to win. Broadcasting is not supposed to be playing favorites, so I'm a little bit interested about that angle of it yeah. and whether there's something. You know, it could have been a comment or some report about Jim Nance as far as like if he also doesn't like Patrick Reed and if that showed through at all or if it was simply a case of a lot of times broadcasters like to actually stay quiet in those big moments which is kind of good sometimes like let the moment happen um there's nothing really worse than talking too much over a moment like that um but you're right though it didn't even you know when broadcasters do that and they they go a little bit quiet to let the moment happen they still say something energetic first you know that's like some you know, he wins the Masters. You have to be energetic when you announce that he won the Masters. Then you can be quiet. And it didn't feel like he didn't. He had any excitement, really. It no was one like, was really excited. And again, in the build-up to that putt, he was talking about that he needed to make it in order to avoid the playoff. It was sort of like a negative spin on it. But yeah. overall, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I'm certainly down to dislike Patrick Reed if he deserves yeah, it. I like, um, I like disliking <laughs> bad people in sports. Yeah. Um, and I certainly, I will say, I still did want Jordan, Jordan Spieth. I wanted the playoff. I, I want to play. Be, yeah. Also, because I like Jordan Spieth, um, I, I would like to see him win because we've talked before about how we really want some of these young stars who are not super super young anymore to take that step and be those dominant players yes. that be don't just get close but win. You know, um, because that's what everyone's going to cling to Tiger until in, until someone overtakes that and like can prove that they can win and win and win again. They're all going to think that that Tiger's still the greatest, yeah. you and, know. And Spieth is a likable guy. Yeah. I mean, he he needs to really take over. And yeah. this was this was very close for him. 
Um, so that means that because of the Patrick Reed win, um, nine of the last ten Masters winners are new winners. Interesting. Well, not new winners, but are, are non-repeats. Right, so, right, right. So First-time winners or, no. or, or non-repeats from the year before? Non-repeats from – it may be first-time winners, actually. It, it's I would first expect, time winners. Yeah, if it's nine non repeats, last, I would expect a first nine time. Nine of the winner. last yeah. ten are re, are because uh, yeah, winning the Masters multiple times is relatively. Yeah. Can you name the one person exclusive. in the last ten who won both? Who won twice? Who won twice? Hmm. Uh, Bubba. Bubba's right. But yeah, Bubba I was going to say I felt like Bubba. The Masters feels like it's Bubba's tournament. I feel like he doesn't win a ton of other tournaments, but the Masters it, he generally shows up for. Yep. Where um, do you know where he finished this year? You don't have to look it up if you don't. But I can Google it. Really I feel like I feel like I didn't hear his name very often uh, during this weekend. He was there but, on the final day. Yeah. Um, fifth. Oh, he fifth. Okay, yeah. yeah. Minus he nine. must have just not gotten ever super close to that league because I feel like I didn't hear his name much, yeah. but he was obviously there. So Patrick competing. Reed finished uh, minus fifteen, but yeah. Watson tied for five and yeah. minus nine. Yeah. So um, minus nine is close. Tied for f- uh, fifth place is close. What is not close is thirty second place. Thirty second place is not close to winning. Who who? Who could we be talking about that finished in 32nd place? Why would anyone cover a story about someone who finished 32nd place in the Masters? I don't know. Because that person is not a good golfer. Because they're not. I mean, they're. I mean, they're better than me at golf. Yeah, but of like course. they're not. They're not a. They're not a good professional golfer. Yeah. Like I wouldn't cover the 32nd NFL team in the standings. They're the. They're the worst they're team the in the worst league. Team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods finished 32nd. Our old friend Tiger Woods. <laughs> Another. Uh, not. No. This is a confirmed bad person. Yes. Uh, Tiger Woods is a confirmed <laughs> bad person uh, who who is also a confirmed bad golfer. Right. So, uh, unfortunately, right. Tiger <laughs> just barely makes the cut. Yeah. Um, almost crashes and burns. Does save himself to make the cut. Um, doesn't do anything spectac- spectacular in the tournament. Continues his uh, four-and-a-half-year tournament drought. Yep. Um, and we will likely not see him tournament win. Tournament win drought, right? His tournament yeah, win yeah, drought, yeah. Right. Um, so we will likely not see him... Win another tournament in our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> However, we will continue to report on it <laughs> because that's what yeah. sports tells us to I do. I just – I am just – I don't know. I guess regardless of his winning or not winning, and like, you know, now I'm starting to wonder if like if Jordan Spieth winning would even affect this. Like what year do you think it will have to be? What year will it have to be? That no one will turn on the TV during the Masters and be like, "Where's Tiger?" I don't standings. care. Too 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 long. Well, I just when's that going to happen? Like what? Like it will never understand. happen. It'll never happen because now it's been so long that it'll be a. We're going to turn this on in 2065, and Tiger's going to be dead, and they're going to be like, "Where's Tiger in standings?" <laughs> like that might be true. It's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the Masters. Last little piece of sports, and then we'll move move it along. Um, hockey playoffs are set. Yeah. The Lightning finish with the top seed over the Bruins by one by point. One point. A full season of hockey had to be played to decide who finishes first in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Lightning finish because the Bruins can't close the deal against a Panthers. Uh, pan- uh, non-playoff team, Panthers. Yeah. Although the Panthers did just miss the playoffs, but they, just they were the eliminated already. They so were eliminated they were not playing for anything. And they were playing their, their, their yeah. new guys, their yeah. scrubs. Yeah. Um, so thank you to the Panthers. Uh, props to you. Lightning finish first. Get to yep. play the New Jersey Devils in the first round, and the Bruins, the Bruins play the Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. Who? So we mentioned this in the lead up. Uh, that race for first, in my opinion, was pretty big. Um, 
not the end of the world, but big. Uh, the Bruins not now, the end of the world for the Lightning. Not well for I, I think for either team. <laughs> the Bruins draw the significantly tougher matchup in, in Toronto. Um, I again, th- this was a battle for the one seed. You know, you're playing the three and the four seed. So it, uh, the Bruins are still favored to beat the Maple Leafs, and they still should beat the Maple Leafs. But it's certainly a lot tougher of a team because the Maple Leafs, like we said before had more points this season than the entire Metropolitan Division. So more points than the Washington Capitals, who finished first in that division, as well as the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Philadelphia Flyers, Columbus Blue Jackets, all those teams that are playoff teams over there. The Maple Leafs had more points than them. So um, it's one of those scenarios where whichever of the Bruins and Lightning finished second place, they were drawing a little bit of the uh, disadvantage of the new, the quote-unquote new playoff format. It's been in, in effect for, I think, like three years now, where – it does look to foster some rivalries in your division. And for the record, I think it's going to work on that front because yeah. the Bruins and Lightning are not going to be strangers to each other in the playoffs for the next, I think, five or six years at least um, because of this division alignment and the way the standings work. Um, but nonetheless, they the Bruins lose on the final day of the season with a chance to get first place. They draw the Maple Leafs. So the playoffs start Thursday. Games one and two will be Thursday, Saturday. I think for both of our teams, they're Thursday and then Saturday. Um and so the Lightning draw the Devils, which is the eighth seed out of eight in the Eastern Conference. The only thing I guess that is of note about the Devils is that they are relatively hot. They did have to fight for that last playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, by and large, throughout the season, not as good of a team as the Maple Leafs. One thing I did see, um, the Devils, which I did not realize, lost 10 straight games during this season at one point. In time. Wow. So that's kind of, I guess, one thing that you could view as either a positive or a negative if you're facing them. Yeah. Uh, as, as a negative, they could they can lose 10 games in a row. So if they can lose 10 games in a row, then you could easily sweep them in a series. On the flip side, if you take that 10-game stretch out, they're a pretty good team outside of that. So yeah. it's interesting. Um, they do also have a potential MVP on their team, and Taylor Hall, who like came out of nowhere. Ooh. Well, not, uh, not came out of nowhere. Taylor Hall. Who is the um, Maple Leafs best player? Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. He's very, very good. Okay. Um, Matthews is very good. I believe... Um, uh, Nylander and a couple other guys in the Maple Leafs are good too. But I was saying this to one of my other friends yesterday when we were, when some he was asking me, um, you know, I think it was the Panthers. They were, he was like, who scores all the goals for the Panthers? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But like the NHL has got a lot of young new players that are scoring all these goals for these teams. And it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's a sport that I do follow, but it's, I'm having that effect of sometimes what I get in baseball where it's like, I don't know. I remember like, not knowing, I remember the year Josh Donaldson won the AL MVP, and the next year I was told that Josh Donaldson won the MVP, and I was like, "Who? Who is Josh Donaldson? <laughs> he won the MVP the year before." Yeah, and so that effect happens in baseball, and it's now happening a little bit in hockey, where there's so many good young players on these teams. It's like, how many guys on the Vegas Golden Knights can you name? Like, one. They, they were one of the best teams in the yeah. league, and so it's like, like hockey is having that right now, and I don't know if it's a problem necessarily, but. No, it's a good um, thing. You, it's, you want yeah. You want unknown players to to continue yeah. to make names for themselves. Right. And eventually they do. People yeah. know their name eventually. Like yeah. Kucherov, es- people know his name. Especially now. young players too because yeah. I mean that's what the young generation wants to be. Like everyone loves the veterans who like the Armir Yagers who are going to play forever, yeah. but yeah. if you're going to have sustained yeah. success as a league, you have to continue to outpace the old people. Yeah. It's if true. you can't your league's gonna die, and all of these playoff teams have a ton of good young players on them. Yeah. That like that you know they have their veteran core guys, but like you can't have the whole roster be veteran core guys in the NHL. You need that young talent and energy um, and skill and, and on that roster. So 
Um, so the Maple Leafs have a lot of that as well. So they're a tough matchup for the Bruins. I, I'll, I'll be perfectly frank about that. I still think the Bruins have the upper hand in the series, but it'll be tougher than I think New Jersey yeah. would have been. Um, and so Tampa gets New Jersey in the first round. And so. if both teams win, they play each other yes. next round, so the, and yeah. we could potentially, you and I, be could. seeing each other in the playoffs and at the TD Garden. And at TD Garden, games. for sure. And that will not be cheap, but it will be worth it to go to one at least. So How much would it be? Um, 150 bucks. More than 150 what? Probably Probably two for the second round. The wow. first round is about 150 Um Mainly because of all the the fees that come on those stupid tickets. It's like it's unbelievable on StubHub and all these other sites how many fees you pay. Yeah. But uh, but so either way, I'm sure we'll make that work if that matchup happens. But um, the way the NHL playoffs work, there is no real uncertainty as far as like reseeding or anything. The two winners of these two series play each other. So cool. Lightning play Bruins if they both win, or if the Maple Leafs win or Devils win, you know the two winners will play each other. Those cool. two series. So um, it all starts Thursday night. It'll be very exciting. And uh, for me, it just my favorite time of year is the is the NHL and NBA playoffs. I think those are two of the better ones, and they go right parallel, hand in hand. It's yeah. like every night there's there's a good game on somewhere. And you've um, got baseball floating around. Too. And then baseball, if you're bored, if you want, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you need to like uh, relax a little bit from cool the stress, down. like yeah. just go flip flip on a baseball game. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's it's a great mix there of sports that uh, lead you right into summer. So and then the NFL draft before you know the, it, the NFL draft is coming up pretty soon, actually, in a couple of weeks, I think. So. Um, so that's that. Anything else on sports? I mean, I guess NBA playoffs were about a week out from that actually really starting it. I think it might start before our next podcast, but just barely. So I think anything we can cover note? that. Yeah. I mean, first round of NBA playoffs yeah. are usually a wash. Yeah, it's, it should be. Um, the, the, I guess it's a little bit unique for the Celtics this year in that they're so injured that the first round becomes interesting, I guess, but uh, not of much consequence in the first round. So, yeah. Um, so that's that. Anything else you want to cover in sports? That's it for sports. All right, let's move us into the third period for pop culture. All righty, so period number three, pop culture. We've got a couple of topics here. Uh, I will let you kick it off with the first one. Marathon Monday. Marathon Monday. Marathon Monday is next week. Uh, Monday, the... 16th? 16th. Um, so we, we may not be podcasting that Monday. Oh, yeah, true. Depending on what we do or how we feel. But um, please take the day off and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, go out. Get some sunshine if it's sunny. Uh, I know a few people who will be running it. If you know someone who is running it, tell them good luck. Mm-hmm. They've trained a lot for it, and they're very nervous the entire week leading up for it, even though it's just running. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a long run. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I do love the marathon. I don't really support the idea of marathons. 26.2. It's a lot. It's a lot of running, lot, yeah. and it's a lot of, like, nothing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I respect the people who do it. Um, the first guy who ever did it died. You know that, right? Yeah. Humans yeah. aren't really made yeah. to do that. It's so, not really what they're designed for. So mad respect to the people yeah. who do it. Um, I have the day off. You have the day off. Um, if yeah. anyone else has the day off, please let us know, and yeah. we'll enjoy the day with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's... Uh, it's it's always it was always obviously a great day for us in college when we were right near the route. Um, we're not as close to it here, I guess. I mean, it's a very short walk over to it. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, we could go see it. There, it's it's a little bit better, I think, being slightly off the 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 route of the marathon. It's just um not as hectic. I mean, some of those like when you're right on Commonwealth or, or one of those streets, it's like if if you miss if you miss a certain point, it's hard to even cross the street at that point. So. It's a little nice being away from it, but then you have the option to go do whatever you want or 
go elsewhere. So if you have the day off, enjoy it. Um, if you don't have the day off, consider taking it off. But take it off. also, it could be an easy day of work if you have True. if you have work. I did work one or two of those marathon Mondays right after we graduated. I think my company at the time didn't have it off, and it was those were some of the easiest days because there was yeah. once you get out of the city, there's no traffic, and it's just like no one. A lot of people aren't working, so cool. um, enjoy uh, your day. Yeah, marathon Let Monday next week. Um, also, next in pop culture, uh, I saw the shape of water. The shape of water. So, how? What shape is water? A hexagon. Hexagon. All right. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the shape of water. It's a. So, spoiler alert. I'm going to give you a spoiler. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So. Hit the little 15 seconds forward. 15 thing. seconds forward. Maybe maybe hit it twice. This is a strange movie. <laughs> it's so strange. The woman. I'm not even joking you. Like you know the idea behind it, right? Not really. No. So it's Beauty and the Beast, but with uh, a woman and a, a Aquaman monster. Okay. There's and like they fall in love and it's like beautiful or whatever and then they have sex. Wow. Like actually a couple times. Wow. It's the weird. The Aquaman monster and the human. Correct. And I get it. It's. I, mean, I don't get it. Actually, I don't. <laughs> get it. It's weird. Not necessary. It's strange. All right. There's wow. nudity. There's That's nudity weird. in this movie. That's weird. With a woman and a. Is this Aquaman a superhero monster. movie? No. Okay. No, by no means. <laughs> I don't even know what kind I of like, movie. I like. I like. Didn't even see a trailer yet for this movie. I, it's I was just completely story. out of the look, uh, out of the loop on this. movie. Good. Stay. Out. It won Best Picture. Um, it is very well shot. It's like, you can tell why it won Best Picture. It's all the, yeah. uh, the cinematic freaks like, mm-hmm. oh, gushing over just scenery and and cameras moving really slow yeah. and and weird angle shots. It's but, as a movie, it's weird. I I wanna say i hated it but it was like it's well shot interesting to watch but i i don't i would never watch it again it's just really dumb and weird <laughs> yeah so there you go 58 <laughs> steve nicholas avocados 58 just certified rotten it's not rotten but it's certainly not fresh <laughs> guac um yeah. yeah all right so uh shape of water don't see it i guess um don't see it well see it to see, see how weird it is. See it just to see it. Yeah. You know how long it was it particularly long or? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like an hour and a half, Yikes. maybe an hour and forty. Yikes. I don't remember. I probably won't see it. So, um, so any, you you done with shape of water? I'm done with the shape of water. All right. Third and final topic. Te- yep. Technically, water has no shape, That's and true. it takes the shape of whatever thing it's in. Right. Right. So hexagon. So hexagon. Um, so. Third and final topic: Westworld season two premieres April twenty second, which is kind of soon. Kind of crept up on us, I think. I wasn't even thinking of of when that was coming back. But uh, that said, it's been a while since we've had a Sunday night HBO drama, so it mm, kind of is true. due. It's due to come back, I think. Um, this is around the time of year, believe it or not, that we would normally have Game of Thrones coming back. But yeah. everyone has already, everyone sort of just already accepted and processed mentally that it was going to be gone for so long that I think people are didn't even register that right now is when it would be coming back. Yeah, so, I, I totally forgot. Um, but you're right. And now but, it's going to not be till 2019. Yeah, so now it sucks that I reminded everyone. But yeah. um, but so Westworld Season 2 is coming back. I haven't seen much about it other than that it's coming back. Do you have some more info about what it's going to be like? The only thing I have about what it's going to be like is that there is an episode at least with a samurai – with the samurai world or whatever really? it's called. Yeah. So do you remember when they were running through at the very end and mm-hmm. there's that kind of second – Oh yes, world yeah, and it's yeah. all samurais. They're creating it. Yep. 
there is a scene in the trailer that has samurais in it, which I'm very excited for. Okay. Everybody so, loves samurais. Yes, for sure. Now, do you think that's the basis of the season? To I don't. That's I, like... To be honest, I really, really wish it was. Yeah. But I think it's gonna all be about Dolores. Okay. Yeah, you're it's, right. The whole thing's gonna be about Dolores. I mean, yeah. if you have you seen the trailer? No. It's all so about I, Dolores. I the whole trailer is Dolores. Yeah. Dolores okay. this, Dolores that, Dolores this, Dolores that. Okay. Um, it should all be samurai this, samurai that, samurai this, samurai that. <laughs> Dolores, one second here. Dolores yeah. maybe killed by samurai. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not super excited about it. I don't. Yeah. I loved the first season. Yeah. But it was similar to Lost, where they created a ton of questions, answered none of them. Mm-hmm. And then gave you an ending where you're like, I think that's an ending. Yeah. I think that's the way I wanted it to end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now there's a second season. I'm generally not. And there was no cliffhanger, really. Yeah. Right. I'm generally not a fan of 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 endings of series, or sorry, endings of seasons that feel as though they were written to either be over or continue. That is exactly what this is. And I don't like those endings. Correct. I, Me I, I really... I don't know who's to blame for that. Uh, maybe it's the people who are responsible for extending the show and giving it another season. That like they they need to decide that before the series is the season is ending, so that the writers can say, okay, we will do this way or that way. But I hate when there is a, a waffling in the middle ending like that. Ha- like that was. I don't remember if that's how we described the ending last season, but that's how I feel now as no, we're this, getting ready for season two. This is absolutely a. We signed you up for a second season, so make a second season show. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a. There's no it was cliffhanger. Billed as two seasons. From they the didn't start. write it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. did not write it as two yeah. seasons. So I'm not really looking forward to that aspect of it. But maybe yeah. they'll surprise us. Yeah. It was a very unique show. Yeah, it was. It, it, yeah, and it probably still will be. So um, I am optimistic about it. Um, there have been other HBO shows that had great season ones that we got optimistic about that did not have great follow ups to that. Um, Correct. True Detective is one of them. So. Uh, we will see. I think um, for me, I think there is a bright side to it being all about Dolores, which me, which tells me that it is the same story. Um, I think that there was a risk of it being a different story and falling flat on its face, like trying yeah. to make a different story in the same universe with like these Westworld yeah. type of things and rebooting it and like trying over again. I feel like had some risk to it if it just wasn't as good or whatever. So I think there's some safety in the fact that it's the same storyline, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, but we'll I mean, know it all remains getting. to be seen. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Ro- robots being people, people robots, being robots. Yeah, you know, robots being robots. <laughs> robots so. being robots. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, anything else on Westworld? That's it for Westworld. Kind of excited. Kind of. Yeah, I'm fair. I would say I'm. I'm say fairly. I'm like, I'm like, not gonna be like counting down the days till Sunday night, but like. I'll be I'll be looking forward to it when Sunday morning rolls around. I'll be like, oh, it's Westworld tonight. I'll watch. That's my. I'll opinion. watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. That's For my sure. opinion. All right, I think that brings us to the final drive. You want to go first? You want to go second? So apparently, I have a tell of whether tell. I go first. Oh, or I didn't. Second. Someone bring this up? No, but I think I know what it is. Oh, I, I said I was going to go do the stats on that, and I never did. Do you think I'm going to go first or second? Oh well, now I have no idea. Um, your tell would be like as you're saying it, right? Just tell me right now if you think uh, I'm going first or second. I mean, I think I would think you're going to go first, probably. I'm going to go second. All right, so I'll go first. Um, so I'm, my final drive, I just decided right before the show because I it was brought to my attention right before the show. We all know about our friend Janos or Janos on Janos. Twitter, um, our our foreign Celtics fan who likes The Office and soup and a bunch of other things and tweets <laughs> yeah. and a lot of broken English. Um, so Janos is apparently grading every NBA team season. 
which he has done in a series of tweets over the last two hours. It's it's going slowly. He's only gotten through about six teams so far, um, <laughs> or five teams, I should say. But I find them funny, so I read will one. I will read one because he actually graded the Magic 58 minutes ago. Yes. So he said, I will give you a spoiler, by the way. All five of his grades so far are F. So, <laughs> um, so he says, hi, Orlando Magic is Giannis. Again this year, you are say, oh, we are get good young player, win big game, not be garbage perform. Again, you are garbage perform, no good player. I am hope they are move you city, better stupid Orlando, boring mouse park. You are get grade F. <laughs> you are get grade F. I would um, give. Uh, I thought more than an F. I would give the magic. An yeah. F. Now, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Okay, we can go F. But they are going to get a high draft pick. Here's a team that I did not foresee getting an F. Hi at Spurs. He will give all the teams an F. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking now after I've read, the, I've read these. Hi at Spurs is Janos. You are screw big up this year. Best guy Kawhi, full injure all year. Hate on your doctor, also coach manager. <laughs> Once you are a great team, do many, win title, beat LeBron. Now you are just big fail like all team. You are get grade F. <laughs> I really like those. So, so those are two of the grades. Um, and again, it would appear that he is slowly working his way through every team in the NBA <laughs> and delivering grades of F to them. So that's my final drive. Uh, go check out at is, is Janos NBA. Um, again, I don't think he's real, but it's still entertaining. Um, to see these tweets because they're pretty funny. So that's my final. It's very, very so. funny. <laughs> I am, I'm in on that. That's it. That's, that's it. it for me. That's it. Okay. So mine is not as funny, but I'm going to do a cozy book corner. All right. Cozy book corner. We need to sound. Yeah, I know. I know. We keep saying that. Um, we just finished Behind Closed Doors. It is a current top 10 bestseller. Um, it is in all the airports. We read a lot of airport reads oh, in my right. book club. Um, it's called Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris very interesting it's kind of like a uh, gone girl or girl on the train type read a thriller with a dark dark twist it's um i'll give you the the general sense of it because it's you learn very very quickly what's happening but Mm -hmm. this woman this wife marries this perfect man oh they have the perfect marriage and all their friends love them and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. they do the perfect dinner parties but she's actually a prisoner and she can't escape, and she can't tell anyone because of certain reasons, and and it's all this like huge, meticulous trap set by this man. Um, it is there's no huge twist, and it's very very simply written, but it gives you exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those books, kind of give you a bad ending because they're they're known to have a twist, or they give you this crazy twist that's unrealistic and not what you're expecting, just to give you a twist. This one just gives you what you want it gives you what you expect you're like oh nice that's good i saw that coming yeah. and i'm glad it happened um so in that regard it's good otherwise it wasn't great this woman couldn't escape from a wet paper bag it was just <laughs> like so pathetic uh 71 <laughs> steve nicholas avocados behind closed doors if you're a fan of those thrillers like the gone girls or the, the whatever oprah winfrey is uh, recommending for thrillers You'll love this book. It's just very easy to read. It's it, I, it, Honestly, I read it in two days. I was, I was nice. done with it in two days. Um, it's exciting. It keeps you entertained. I, it, I mean, I read it fast because it's, it's very simple, but it's just, of all those books, it's just, there's just nothing really unique about it, and it's kind of unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That rating was a little all over the place. It was like, he loves it, he hates it, he loves it, he hates what, it. How do I feel? 71. How do I feel? <laughs> So that's it. Cozy Book Corner, 71% behind closed doors. All righty. Cozy Book Corner in the books. 
Get it? It's like a I do get it. It's over. It's so. a book thing. All right, episode one, oh one. Oh wow! We're back to one oh one. Okay. Is is done. Episode one oh two is coming up next week. So until then, we'll see you guys later. Later days.